This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, earlier this month, the government announced the results of its significant funding to creative spaces. The aim of that funding was twofold, to expand services and to employ more people. Manuta Taonga, the Ministry of Culture and Heritage funding through the Creative Arts Recovery and Employment Fund has been awarded to 54 creative spaces across Aotearoa New Zealand in two rounds this year, over $17 million in total. Locally, Art Centre and Studio 2, good friends of us here at ORFM, each of which is making amazing contributions and the support of people in the mental health and disabilities communities are beneficiaries of that support funding, which is administered by the Ministry with advice from Arts Access Aotearoa. And joining me now to reflect on this news is Arts Access Aotearoa Executive Director Richard Benj. Richard Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, Jeff. Richard, uh, while we're talking uh, with you, let's, let's get a, a picture of what your bubble looks like at the moment. My personal bubble is um, I'm at home with my partner in Wellington, looking out at a very quiet suburb of Newtown, and uh, I get to see people from my window taking their little kids up and down the street and little family groups. It's quite a special time, isn't it, when people uh, have to keep safe and uh, secure. And we hope that the when I come, I'm not a scientist, so I'm not in the government, but I'm hoping that the South Island will be able to be released from lockdown first. Richard, I want to talk about this this funding. It's significant, mm. and the relationship that Arts Access Aotearoa has with, with the government around this. But um, right now, Richard, in terms of uh, Arts Access Aotearoa's priorities or concerns around times of lockdown, what would you say uh, are the chief things that you're giving your attention to? It's a good point. Um, The creative spaces work with essentially vulnerable communities or people that face barriers to participation in arts but also participation to uh, social connection in different ways. People who are experiencing mental ill health or managing their mental health by being in community such as creative spaces established. So for them, it's particularly hard when people can't come into the studios if it's a physical space. What we're totally proud about creative spaces doing, and they learned it last year and they're doing it again now, is to move online as quickly as possible. And so through digital connections or even through phone, um, people are being contacted to continue their art activities, their art practice. And sometimes that can be as much as uh, a well-being phone call, which is really great to know people care about one another, but otherwise, how do you keep your art practice going? And you can do that uh, remotely. Well, uh, it's interesting you should say that, because yesterday here on ORFM I had a conversation with the wonderful Dio O'Malley from Art Centre, and that's exactly what yeah. Art Centre were doing. Uh, they yeah, have already go. made some movements uh, in terms of their online presence and um, and putting up some ideas about how you can do some very simple and creative things in your home space. And it's not just the regular users of Art Centre space that get to benefit from that. We all do, of course. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, uh, th- th- these organisations, they used to be able to think creatively and run on the smell of an oily rag. So it's quite wonderful, isn't it, that they've had a significant investment through this fund? Yes, it's a significant investment, and we're really pleased about that. The point that Arts Access Aotearoa has been making over many years is to demonstrate and present to government that the creative spaces sector 
is a sector of over 90 creative spaces throughout Aotearoa, is actually providing huge value into the mental health and well-being space as well as well-being for people with disabilities across communities and for people who are marginalised such as prisoners returning to the community after rehabilitation and they're enjoying creative spaces as well. So all of that has enormous value when you consider that without the creative spaces people would be under underserved, um, uh, not able to help their mental health and generally feeling less well because they're not supported in this way and they would lack the social connection that creative spaces provides through this creativity. What uh, role has Arts Access Aotearoa taken uh, through this process? Well, we're a national advocacy agency and we gather up the voices and the information of creative spaces around Aotearoa and we advocate to government, local government or philanthropy um, who can so that they understand the value of creative spaces and what they are providing. What happens is that uh, organisations like, you know, really respected, uh, hard-working organisations like Art Centre in Dunedin and um, uh, Studio 2 are working so hard um, they often don't get heard in the national context. So an organisation like ours takes that information and the evidence of what they're doing to the government to say, this is what's being achieved, this is the value, and it should be funded. So Carmel Cipollone, the Minister of Disability Issues, heard this really clearly several years ago and has worked really hard in the government to get funding in this area. And it came through the COVID Relief Fund, which is called uh, the Care Fund, and the part which has been separated for creative spaces is called the Creative Spaces Initiative. And that in itself is about saving jobs in the sector, shoring up and holding jobs for arts workers, tutors, artists who deliver in the creative spaces so that they can keep going and extend their work, do more, reach different communities, uh, particularly underserved communities like Māori and Pacific. And I guess, Richard, what can't be underestimated uh, is the confidence and stability that this kind of funding can offer organisations so that they can just get on with the work. That's exactly the words. Um, I couldn't have said it better, Jeff. Um, to be able to plan and run an organisation without knowing where your funding is coming from is an enormous strain and it's very debilitating for leaders who run creative spaces nationally. So this fund establishes a three-year program. Um, It doesn't pay for everything. The creative spaces are still getting funding from the other philanthropy or other areas that they were getting funding. But what it does is gives them the surety of where that fund, that amount, is coming from for the next three years. And that really helps put them on a footing the, uh, the art centre, for example, locally, you talk about um, outreach. I mean, it, literally, mm-hmm. this funding is going to help them extend into the Waitaki Creative Wellbeing Pilot Project that's delivered in Oamaru, Palmerston, Kurao, um, and also develop a new Central Otago Creative Wellbeing Project uh, for Alexandra Cromwell and Wanaka. So, um, so this isn't just about 
funding the day-to-day. This is literally about helping to grow those organisations. Yeah, and the government really wants to extend wellbeing throughout New Zealand through to the region. So how do you do that? And creative spaces are very well suited because they know their urban districts, their urban areas, and they know their local rural districts. And they can reach out to those because they identify there are people in need everywhere, but how do they reach them and they need that funding? And so Art Centre's got a fantastic plan, as you've as you've said, through their um, wellbeing program, through the Waitaki Creative Wellbeing Pilot. Already more than 11,000 people using the services that have been funded uh, in the country. You would expect that to grow through uh, this investment? Yeah, what we've heard um, through our research is that the creative spaces know there are people who have need and they can't service them because they don't have the staff to fulfil the the studio needs and for the number of hours and days a week that they would need to stay open and expand. So this funding allows them to expand the hours of tutors so that more people who are recognised in the communities can come to the creative spaces and participate in the arts and express their creativity and um, be part of a a community that is very supportive. In terms of Arts Access Aotearoa's role from here, do you maintain any kind of uh, mentorship role or, or, or contact role with the organisations who have received the funding? Yes, we've taken a partnership uh, role with the Ministry of Culture and Heritage, Manitou Taonga, to assist the creative spaces to uh, deliver on their contracts. Uh, to follow how things are going and to be there to assist creative spaces in any way. And this project, this rollout, enables us to collect the very important data and evidence that creative spaces are indeed adding such value to their communities. And that in, in turn will be provided back to government so that they can see not only that the public money is being spent as it should be, but what is the value and that means we can really start to have evidence. We've had anecdotally for many years that creative spaces are really a very powerful engine in community and health well-being. Well, we look forward to uh, seeing the continued mahi that both of those local organisations uh, continue to do for yeah, our really communities. Proud of them. Mm. They're, they're great and uh, and good friends of us here at ORFM too. So, yeah, that's great. so nice to see our buddies getting some good support. It is, yes. Let's do this locally. And, uh, power to them. Uh, Richard Bench, uh, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM's Awesome Morning Show. All the best to you and yours during this uh, this time of, of, of lockdown. Let's hope that before too long we can all get back out and do some uh, face-to-face work w- with each other. But as we've heard and as we know, so many organisations working really well uh, despite some of the restrictions at the moment and continuing to do the great mahi. Um, go well, Richard. Thanks for joining us here on Awesome on the Awesome Morning Show. Sure, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.